Thank you for joining us on Paranormal XL Podcast. I'm Gigi and special co-host Ed from Ghost and Grub with me for episode two of Haunted Locations A through Z in the 50 states. Last episode, we made it to letter C, (laughs) Connecticut. That was a fun episode, apparently, because we only... Didn't yeah, you get you get far. sidetracked, and you know, and then I say, you know, we 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 definitely do, but um, I enjoyed that not just the banter, but uh, to kind of expand on each location. Is it something that we would investigate? Is it something you would investigate? Absolutely, um, you a lot know. Of fun. So yeah, no, no, no. It's it's very easy to uh, to get off track, but the fun part is that it's just more added content for you guys to see. You know? Absolutely. Yes. So we are going to pick up on letter D. Yes. But- Poor little old Delaware over there. We got one instead of two. <laughs> there, you know, there, there are things in Delaware. Obviously, there's a lot of haunted locations there. But mm-hmm. um, Fort Delaware is one of the most prominent people know it. So that's what we're going to start with next, guys, is Fort Delaware on our list here. So set on P. Patch Island, Fort Delaware served as a Union prison camp during the Civil War, housing as many as 12,595 soldiers or almost 13,000 Confederate prisoners at uh, during the Civil War at one time, and it was in reportedly dreadful condition, so it wasn't exactly your Motel 6 for the time. Inmates had no beds, no water uh, to wash with like Motel 6. Um, Or were forced to sleep in the cold stone floors among vermin. So, uh, yeah, definitely not the best conditions. Uh, Well, you don't don't break the law. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's basically (laughs) it, right? Don't try to take over the country. Pretty simple rules. Uh, Fort Delaware was abandoned in 1944 and became a state park in 1951. I like the logic there. This was a prison. It was horrible. You know what? It's time to bring the families in. Let's make it a state park. <laughs> Let's involve everybody. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, <laughs> dark history has made it a popular spot for paranormal enthusiasts. Uh, the dungeons where the prisons were held is said to be a particularly active spot. Each October, Diamond State investigators host a paranormal hunt through the fort. You had me at dungeons. <laughs> right? Right? There's no dragons in this one. And there's probably less make-believe, but I'm sure that uh, it will not disappoint. Um, obviously, just joking about the whole hotel thing. I mean, it, it's horrible what happened there. Well, absolutely. Um, there's, a, there's a fort that's very similar to this story up in um, up in Massachusetts. Um, but I think we actually talked about the lady. Actually, this lady's not in white. This lady's in black. And I think it's on the list well, once we make it there. There. But yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, cool. moving if on. I, if I ever get to Delaware, it's really not on my bucket list, but if I ever do, right. <laughs> try to visit that place in the dungeon. Well, the his, uh, historical significance of the of the state, and, and it kind of... Oh, absolutely. It kind of helps, you know, if you're going to do a, a, a theme on, like, the Civil War, mm-hmm. which, like, you know, we are, must. It's a must do. Hold on, making notes. <laughs> yeah, it just all connects between Gettysburg down uh, to Georgia to Kennesaw Mountain, all the way up to Bunker Hill, right? And, and the fight up that way. So it's just it's kind of cool to have you know all the way where it started up top. Now obviously there were there were fights up there, but not like the colonial uh, fight that was up there. But right. Uh, but yeah, all the way down the East Coast, it's it's pretty cool history. But yeah, I, if you want to do I a know. haunted trail, definitely you got to include Delaware. Most definitely. Um, so let's go to Florida now because that's probably a warm state right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so St. Augustine Lighthouse 
Completed in 1874 and still active to this day, the St. Augustine Lighthouse is said to be haunted by several former keepers and their families. The most famous ghosts of the lighthouse are two young sisters, Eliza and Mary, who drowned in the nearby water. Their laughter can supposedly be heard at the top of the tower late at night, while Elsa, Alyssa, wow, has been spotted on the grounds wearing the same blue dress she died in. For paranormal enthusiasts, the dark of the moon tour takes visitors inside the lighthouse lower tower. Oh my gosh, Sarah, get your words together. <laughs> and the keeper's house at night. So now we have a girl in blue. Right. So white, black, blue. Okay. I don't see a theme here. But, they, 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 <laughs> but unfortunately, it just seems to be tragically what they were wearing when they yeah. were deceased. Um, I have heard of the St. Augustine Lighthouse. Um, St. Augustine, like Savannah, Georgia, is up there as one of the most haunted locations in America, mm -hmm. if not the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe for a period of time, it has been known as the most haunted city in America. Um, but then again, Savannah gets that title back and forth. So I guess it really just on who you're talking to. Yeah, um, that is true. Because I've heard like on a lot of other podcasts and just groups and stuff. And then if you're just meeting a group, say Augustine is actually, it, it's got to be at least brought up one time in a conversation. Yeah. When, yeah, when it, you're talking it, it does. to You've them. got New Orleans, uh, Salem, mm -hmm. Savannah. St. Augustine, right? Those are like your, your main hubs that you hear. Of course, you get your other stuff out west every now and then. Yeah. And Walker Ranch thrown in there. But these are the main ones that you hear of. Yes. So keeping um, to Florida, but going a little bit further south, we're going to head down to Key West. Mm -hmm. Yes. So in Key West, Fort East Martello Museum. Uh, Key West Fort uh, East Martello Museum is home to the OG uh, Maccabee? Florida man, um, I believe I'm this but Robert the Haunted Doll. Um, Don't read that next one. Yes. Because that um, was way off. Okay, no, 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 no worries. Robert was a gift given to the late artist Robert Eugene Otto. As a boy, Otto would blame the doll for all sorts of mischief, but the whole thing morphed uh, from a cute little uh, cabin of hobbies riff into something far more sinister. Some say the raggedy weather little sailor doll is cursed. <laughs> he's he's reported to change facial expressions from time to time. Oh my god, can you imagine? Um, no, there's so much yeah. I want to say to this. <laughs> uh, yeah, and some say he'll let out little giggles and say that he'll cause endless pain and suffering to people who disrespect him by taking his photo, which sucks because you know the centerpiece of the museum is him so how would you approach that that one we could only spend time on so obviously um, we're dealing with an attachment here of some sort um well we actually covered this when we did the episode of possession or oppression okay so with items being possessed that's something obviously inside of it um the oppression just means essentially that there's like residual energy attached to it so there is a difference um as far as robert the doll goes uh, the doll keeper for him is actually on um, Scared and Alone with Courtney. Um, see, I want to say that now I'm like, now, when I did my research for that, because I like, I delved into this just because, well, I like um, Chucky because they said that was, I don't, I'm looking for my words, um, loosely based off Robert the doll, essentially. Yeah, it, and actually he doll. was, um, and I, I don't want to name the show, but everybody will know what I'm talking about. Robert the Doll was taken onto this uh, very, 
very famous investigator show because he has a museum and uh, they did have an episode where they brought him there and sat him down and put him on national television, Robert the doll. And yeah, he is. And I am, like I said, I'm familiar with it. He is known as the OG for, for the inspiration of Chucky. Yes. See, yeah. I'd like to get his caretaker on here um, and talk to him sometime. So I need to get on that just because of the history of the doll. And yes, uh, the plantation that he actually came from down there, like um, the house, and they put him in the attic. I'm like trying to go back in time. <laughs> um, Cause I, oh, all the notes I have on that. And I, and I wish I would have grabbed them. Maybe we can come back to that sometime. It would be cool. Um, he's that. definitely the center point of a lot of things in cinema, you know, and a lot of people don't yes. know the backstory of, um, you know, Robert, the dollar, yeah. <laughs> excuse me. You yeah. know, and that, that's really it. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Um, was, so sorry, go ahead. No, I was no, like, no, no. he was given to the little boy, but it was a gift from uh, like a nanny, like a slave mm -hmm. nanny from back in the day, but she did not like him. So it was said to be like, she cursed the doll to like, yeah, haunt so the you boy. might not even be dealing with an attachment then. I mean, it's an attachment, but it was never of human origin. Right. And that's what I'm guessing since it's never like really crossed over or left it and people just get the heebie-jeebies from it yeah i getting even the heebie-jeebies talking about it yes um, we should definitely do yeah. an episode together about like the haunted dolls because we were just talking about that maybe starting a new fad <laughs> those potatoes haunted <laughs> Damn, potatoes. there was nothing left to possess or to attach to i was in idaho i'm a spirit and i've got a field full of potatoes what are my options here <laughs> well you could go over to iowa and get attached to corn Oh God! There's oh so many oh man! Oh, we need to stop. Anyway, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so let's I'm let's go to uh, Georgia, my dear, where I'm from, and um, we'll start off at one of my favorite locations here. That um, and then uh, there's actually two cemeteries here that we got on our list. So you take the first one. I'll grab the second one. Oh no! I don't. Know oh no! I'm like, uh, is it Bonaventure Cemetery? Yes, Bonaventure Cemetery. Correct. Sweet. So. <laughs> It was featured on the best-selling novel, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yes. The Bonaventure Cemetery in Savannah is hauntingly beautiful with its stately trees, lush Spanish moss, and Gothic-style tombstones. Visitors have reported paranormal activity in the cemetery for years. Some say that the statue of a girl named Gracie, who died of pneumonia at age six, cries tears of blood at night. Others claim to have heard sounds of children playing with no children in sight or to have seen statues smiling or grimacing at them. So <laughs> I can account for the children um, being there uh, maybe about a month and a half ago, um, just working on things for ghosts and grub and going around. Um, right. I did hear children out there and there's no children in sight. Um, you hear kids playing. There's no kids there. There's no playground there. That's what um, I was going to say. Like, I, I don't normally just see kids. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is it was later in the afternoon. So we're talking yeah. about activity in daylight. Yes. Right. And um, it is it is it is hauntingly beautiful. It is it is a really, you know, a, a picturesque cemetery. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you have the yellow plague, the yellow fever that went through there. So there, there's a lot of history to Savannah. Yes. That I I was not aware of, um, especially during that time. Um, a lot of people that were still alive were thrown into mass burial pits that are now oh. their homes around there. So they were buried alive because they were going to die anyhow. 
but mm-hmm. still, instead of being cared yeah. for, there's no way to care for them. They were buried in mass bur- uh, burial grounds around like Forsyth Park and so forth, as legend goes. So I can't confirm that, but again, I've heard that story more than once, but the activity would uh, point to that being you right. know, on, more along the, the even, actual side. Even itself out, yeah. Right, wow. exactly. So moving to something a little closer to downtown Atlanta, we're going to go to the Oakland Cemetery. Uh, it was built in 1850. Uh, Atlanta's Oakland Cemetery is the oldest, largest cemetery and among the most haunted places in Georgia. It is home to uh, Manor Jackson, Bobby Jones, and Margaret Mitchell, among many others. The cemetery includes a Confederate branch where visitors insist they've seen uniformed soldiers wandering the grounds and even hanging off the, the trees. Um, creep in as far as you dare, but be warned. Some have alleged that they have heard Confederate army rolls calls uh, among the tombstones oh. and sworn that their name was called among the list. <laughs> You're getting drafted into the ghost Confederate army. <laughs> I, I could think of other things I'd rather be doing. Um, no offense to anywhere around, but I'd, I'd say I'd have to turn around and go get in my car and probably leave. Oh, so you're going to pull in about face? Yeah, I, 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 I probably pass out, honestly. Yeah, you hear that. It's, it's, um, I actually never knew that story. That's actually pretty cool. And that's 30 minutes from me right now. Oh, wow. It'd be cool to check out. That is Heck very, yeah. very cool. Yeah. So you're going to go into another warm weather climate here? <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Hawaii. Hawaii. So, uh, <laughs> I'm really bad at words that are hard. <laughs> Why pile? What yeah. what'd you say? I said Wapayu or Waipayu. Waipayu. Okay. Mm-hmm. Waipayu Valley on the big island. Hawaii is home to oh <laughs> Fairy Lewis, where island dancers welcome you with pounding drums, native chants, and blazing torches. All of which are awesome when those dancers are actually alive. Oh, just creep myself out. Not so awesome when they're ghosts of ancient warriors marching through the islands armed to the teeth but those are the night marchers legendary spirits who roam the islands in the eternal march to battle most longtime locals have stories about encountering them mostly in specific spots spread throughout the islands the creepiest is the wapahu valley on the northern shore of hawaii though the park has some of the most scenic lookouts in the state the pounding beats and chants of the night marchers echo especially loudly through the valley when the night marchers decide to join you for a hike that's pretty cool actually it is. And it's not surprising. And I say that just because like Hawaiians, they're very like, I'm, I'm being stereotypical here, I think, but they're more on the spiritual level as far as like the universe goes. Mm-hmm. Um, just from watching, you know, when they do the dances and stuff, they're very ritual type of people. So to me, that really, I think that would be kind of cool to be able to experience something like that. I don't think it would necessarily scare me just because I do believe that the energy that they put out just as Hawaiians themselves and doing their rituals and whatnot, that they're keeping that, I say that energy alive of those beat drummers and stuff and the chants and the uh, night marchers right. alive, essentially. I don't know. I probably right. sound like a crazy person right there. but No, I mean, <laughs> take a look at, you know, the rock and, you know, how spiritual he is, even at his level mm-hmm. of fame, he's very centered with who he is being Samoan, mm-hmm. right. And his family yes. and so forth. So you can imagine if you trans, you know, grace that to the next side, that that really wouldn't change at all. Now, it doesn't sound crazy at all. So we have another plantation village in Hawaii on the Waiapu on the island of Oahu. 
uh, reconstructs life on Hawaii sugar plantations from the 1850s to 1950s. So on the 25 structures of the plantation, some original, some replicas, about half are said to be haunted. There is a ghostly young girl in a Portuguese house, a choking ghost in the Onikawan house, and a doll, another doll, that wanders from its case in the Puerto Rican house. Each October, the plantation is transformed into a haunted attraction and with costume actors who aren't allowed to work in the buildings by themselves due to the property's paranormal activity. This well, where do we sign up at? Right? <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yes. I'm like, yes. The only thing they're missing is that one is definitely going to be on the list. That would be awesome. That is definitely on the list. Okay. So. (laughs) Interesting. Oh, it's my turn again, right? (laughs) It it is. It is. Idaho. I actually went there (laughs) on vacation two years ago. Okay. My husband's family's from out there. Yes. And you know how we had the conversation about potatoes? Whenever his mom would come and visit, she'd bring me like these little pins and they'd be potatoes. She'd be like, I brought you another pin from Idaho. You can't can't make this up. I know. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. I needed another one. (laughs) Love it so much. But anyway, so we're going to go to Old Idaho Penitentiary. The Old Idaho Penitentiary in Boise was built in the late 1800s by its prisoners themselves, which makes sense. (laughs) Who mined nearby sandstone quarries to build the walls. The penitentiary closed in 1973 after inhumane conditions led to riots among the inmates. But its structures remain intact and and are reportedly ripe with paranormal activity. Five House, the building where notorious inmate Raymond Allen Snowden, also known as Idaho's Jack the Ripper, was executed, seems to be the most active. Old Idaho Penitentiary is open daily for tours. Why didn't I go there? I don't know. <laughs> Admission is three potatoes. Three. <laughs> Probably is. <laughs> that's crazy but for like the idaho could you okay first of all being known as idaho's jack the ripper that's not funny i mean people lost their lives but they did but to go down in history with that name yeah (laughs) i'd be like just call me raymond what do you do he attacked us with potatoes (laughs) i know well i need to look we got potato to death (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like cause a death potato (laughs) (laughs) all right so we're moving over to illinois to uh the mcpike mansion uh perched over the town of alton atop its highest point mount lookout park historic mcpike mansion is a hot spot for paranormal investigators who claim to feel the presence of its original owners eleanor and henry mcpike as well as the residents some believe to haunts dates back to before the house was even built, with detections of Native American ghosts and a residue from a possible underground railroad stopped. Overall, more than 11 spirits have been experienced throughout the home. Alton considered one of the most haunted small towns in America, and other eerie spots include a Confederate prison, because why not, and a school and a church at this location. All makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I just seem to be getting the Confederate soldier stuff here lately on the, hmm. on these Confederate prisons. Maybe we need to do a past do a life thing. regression with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> no. no. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Interesting. I actually, I, and I, I'm sad to say this. I, I have heard of the town, but I've never, I didn't know it was this active, especially on right. that list. Like we were mentioning before. Mm-hmm. That's why um making up this list and um, going through and doing their different research of what different authors pinned as the most haunted location. So I was like, well, some of these people are just going to assume and it's going to sound boring or whatever. But that's why I wanted to pick out ones that were new and newish that you don't hear a lot about on all the shows and programs that are already out right, there. Right, 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 right. Makes sense. So, um, so we're still staying in Illinois. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. So yeah. I've been by this prison a few times. Um. So my daughter Not used to it, live though. in Iowa. But what's that? Not in it, though. No. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Um, so it's Old Joliet Prison. So this okay. goth- gothic castle-like prison complex was once the involuntary home of notorious murder clown John Wayne Gacy and serial killer Richard Speck. Sorry, I had to get a deep breath in there. There were riots and slangs, executions, and other maladies that made this place Midwestern Oz between 1856 and 2002 when it closed and sat abandoned for nearly two decades. It's now reopened for tours, paranormal or otherwise, and sometimes hosts events like movie screenings. Blues Brothers was famously filmed here. Even without the hauntings, the place would be a top-tier creepy place to go um, through its potential serial killer specters, and you've got a recipe for nightmares. Wow, I butchered that sentence, and I apologize It's okay, we can save it, because if you got a recipe for nightmares you just got to add a dibble a potato <laughs> just, just, just a little tater the idaho jack the ripper in there <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i gonna oh see i'm gonna wait i do have my highlighter because i love the true crime stuff and that was something i want to get back it's into something we can then. we can talk about i i i yeah i i for some odd reason i'm just fan is uh fascinated with it I don't know why. It it is, and a lot of it comes down to like the psychology part, at least for me with the true crime stuff. Because Courtney and I did uh, true crime Excel for a while. The issue with that is you fall and you get yourself into these rabbit holes, and it messes with your mind to realize that somebody thought of some of these horrific crimes that they have did. Like, right. what would possess somebody to even picture something gruesome like that? Nothing but potatoes around me no, every it's just, day. Just potatoes. <laughs> I just saw and if them. I. If I don't I like snap. you, you're going to get a tater right in the face. Yeah. And it was the, the line when I went to McDonald's, do you want to supersize your fries? And I've, I lost it. <laughs> I freaking lost it. Flip the table it. right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be a prison to go to, I think, for uh, on a couple different. We could do a lot of research at that location. That's actually very cool. Um, um, so we are moving to Indiana. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we're at the Story Inn. Um, I imagine it's a hotel, bed and breakfast, I'm assuming. Uh, built in 1851, the Story Inn is the only structure still standing from the small mining town of Story, which went defunct during the Great Depression. Restored in the 1960s, it now serves as an inn as a quaint bed and breakfast, called it, um, uh, with residents' goats for years. Visitors have documented their ghostly encounters in the inn's guest books. Hmm. Namely, the blue lady, again, we're at white, black, and blue still. Yes. Um, thought to be Dr. George's, uh, Dr. George Story's wife. She's said to appear if you turn on a blue light in the, one of the rooms above the restaurant. If you smell cherry tobacco, it's her favorite. She's already come and gone. So she's left ghostly fart residue. Yeah. And, and 
if you shine a blue light or turn a blue light on upstairs, <laughs> she will appear. But have they tried potatoes? I'm just saying. <laughs> potatoes are the answer. You know what a bottle of condensed potatoes is? <laughs> Vodka. <laughs> I know how You're I'm doing genius. I know. <laughs> how we're doing this is purely scientific. It is science. Yay, science. science. Love science. <laughs> That is great. So next, Indiana. Next, Indiana. So the the haunted bridge in Avon. Indiana is packed with enough haunted ends and estates to pack a whole town. Well, imagine that. But for a little skin crawling outside a big city, head to the sleepy bedroom community of Avon, home to one of the nation's creepiest looking haunted bridges. Uh, the decrepit looking concrete railroad span looks as old as the pyramids and sports an undeniably sinister air, especially if you drive beneath it at night. If you care to park and poke around, locals say you might encounter the ghost of a weeping woman whose child was killed on the railroad tracks or a drunken worker who fell off into a load of wet construction concrete and was entombed in the bridge itself. But even if you're just driving through, you're likely just to get the chills. Ta-da. He drank one too many potatoes. I did. I did. Stuck a straw right now. Oh, my God. I can't, like, can you imagine that? That That is a horrific death because you're still conscious for a few minutes. So have you ever been, have you ever been to Michigan? Mm -hmm. Okay. So have you been up to the Mackinac Bridge? No, I have not. Okay. So there's a lot of people buried in that, in the construction of it. Um, You'd need at least two weeks up there with all the forts and the history and the haunted history there. Right. Um, You guys should probably do some episodes up there. That's generally what it's been taking is two, two weeks at one location to get everything done and said, right. Mm -hmm. Cause all, all of the, you know, what I'd like to do an episode, you know, with with you on Ghost and Grub to talk about what it takes to do to an investigate a location, the equipment breakdown, the like research an- that goes. Yeah, I mean, what is point A to point B, and and what is it is one through a hundred? What are the steps does it take to become a paranormal investigator? How do you investigate it? What do you do? Like, how Absolutely. do you find the history of the places? These are the things that I believe that aren't really un- uncovered. Right. I mean, they'll see us there walking around our devices. Are anyone here? I heard someone. <laughs> potato. Yeah. Right? People do that. Are you serious? You know, I've never so, seen anybody do that. <laughs> sarcasm. Insert cart. Sarcasm right. here. <laughs> so but there's a lot more, that, you know, that being in I consider it in the scientific community. Um, yes. To bring relevance to it and why we do what we do, because then it starts painting a story Absolutely. and then you see it all come together at the end. And that really the end is the investigation. It's not the beginning. So yeah. now it's something we have to do because, you know, we talk about something like Mackinac Bridge or we talk about the bridge in Avon. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of history there. I would love to talk to the locals who want to get oh, old vintage footage of the and things mm-hmm. of that nature, you know? So, absolutely. Now, so we are moving. I'm a big foodie, hence Ghost and Grub. And I think Kansas, I think barbecue. Right? Wait, we forgot an eye. And did I forget an eye? Yeah, I don't think you have it in your notes, so because I have notes stapled to the back of mine. And I. You cheated. I see what you did here. <laughs> because we forgot Iowa. I, I did not. I'm going by my list. <laughs> I just realized that I had some staples to the back. I'm so sorry. I forgot to tell you that. Because when I was doing it, when I type up my notes, I use Google Docs. And sometimes, like, if my wrist hits something different, it, like, messes everything up. And I did not realize it until I already had it printed off. And I have, like, I think a total of, like, 56 pages total. And I'm like, I am not going through all that again and, like, retyping. So, <laughs> but I will go over the Velushka yes. Axe Murder House. Okay. Which is also a complete episode from the past of Paranormal XL. 
Um, so it is located in the small town of Villisca. This unassuming, yes, unassuming house was the site of one of the most gruesome crimes in Iowa history. In 1912, six members of the Moore family, as well as two overnight guests, were murdered in their sleep. To this day, the crime remains unsolved. Restored to its 1912 condition, the house is now open for daytime tours and even overnight stays by reservation. Uh, visitors have reported a bedroom door opening and closing on its own. Mysterious sensations of pinching and shoving and unexplained cold chills. Now, I was keeping these like little blurps like smaller, but from doing the research when I actually, when we did like a full episode on the Velisca Axe Murder House, because it does tie into the paranormal community. People love going there, investigators. Right. A few years back, there was an investigator. He went there by himself. He had committed suicide there in the upstairs bedroom. So, you know, that's something on? where paranormal activity <laughs> and true crime crossover. You know, it's almost like an episode of X-Files, if you think about it. Absolutely. You know, that's really where that goes. It's like, do we look at this person's history? Can we get medical records? Has mm -hmm. anything been diagnosed? Anything of that nature? And then do the investigation alone. It's an absolutely insane location. And to learn about the history of it, um, both parts of it, the paranormal part um, and down to just like the history and true crime part. Because um, that, well, that is one of the places that Courtney and I have vowed to make sure if one of us goes, we both go together. Right. It's been on both of our bucket lists to go to. And it's actually fairly cheap to get in for an overnight investigation. Well, but maybe we, we do, can collab and do it between you know, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. Scared and alone. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be so great. Um, because it's only like an eight-hour drive from where I am. Um, but I used to drive to Iowa all the time to see my daughter. So, um, yeah, to be able to go there and and experience everything that's in there, I, it's overwhelming. I I think because I even just get like an overwhelming feeling talking about it or thinking about it. Um, and then going back to the pictures that I have seen. One thing, like if you go overnight and if you as listeners and viewers are thinking about doing it, they do like you have to bring like your own bedding if you plan on actually sleeping there. There are beds and stuff, but you're not allowed to. There's going to be no sleeping. There probably won't be any That's sleeping. That's what I said. I was like, um, like sleeping <laughs> in this. It's going to be like, good night or good night, good night. Come on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never slept so good as I did right now in this axe murder house with my potato next to me. Like, yeah, and yeah, he's over there with his axe in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sleep real good. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No. it's yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we should look into doing that and um, really delve deep into the history of the house. And then let's make a date, seriously, let's make a date, make it for happen. sure. Yes, yes. All right, yes. so okay, can I get back to my list now? Are there any more eyes left? No, that was it for eyes. However, do you, do you have one K or two Ks or for Kansas? Sorry, I thought myself <laughs> I was gonna say something. I do not have more than two Ks. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giving me the yeah. Confederate rundown, trying to get me in trouble. Here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> there you go. This episode uh, took a turn for the weird. Yeah. All right. So Kansas, I have Kansas, and then I've got Kentucky. Okay, so I have right. another stapled one of Kansas. Okay, yeah. So I'll take this one, and then you take the one that you've got. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll get caught it's up. It's all good. All right. One. So, like I said, when I think Kansas, um, I I like. Uh, there's a place called Jack's. I know they're kind of mainstream, but they do really good smoked wings there. And I love the food there. Oh my God, do I love the food there. Um, all right. So Stull Cemetery, located in Kansas. Locals know this tiny cemetery in an unincorporated Kansas township as the portal to hell. 
that the devil comes through twice a year. Only twice. As outlandish as that sounds, <laughs> the ruins of a nearby church and the bizarre architecture will have you half believing the rumors. No satanic sightings have been confirmed. And anyone caught anyone caught <laughs> trespassing into the private cemetery can face a, up to a thousand dollar fine, but that only makes it more appealing. Dared uh, for the jumpy yes. teens and the courageous stoners looking to make their next trip twice <laughs> in this person's case, apparently. Sorry. So, you know, I, I was listening to an episode last night, and I, I'm not going to discredit them at all. But when you start off, yeah, my first sighting that I had is when I took some shrooms and it only happens when you take shrooms. I don't think that leads any credibility to what you're trying to say. I'm and, listening to the show. They're like, yeah, and this other couple took some shrooms and then they said they saw it. <laughs> okay. Yes. But I agree with you because I'm on the same wavelength, obviously. Um, But when you look at the big picture of things, so let's talk about like native American um rituals that they do. Oh, the warrior ritual. And 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 they yeah smoke like a, what their peace pipe or it, they take some weird stuff but it causes them to hallucinate and that's how they find like their spirit animal or stuff like that like some people really like I that's I guess their practice um is it weird to us yeah just because it's something that we wouldn't do but as far culture, as crediting I mean, it it is yeah. hard to bring what we do as far as bringing in the science part of it you can't really bring the science into that to help bring the facts out like what we try to do when we investigate does any of that make sense no it it does entirely (laughs) it does because you know then you're going to get a lot of skeptics saying obviously you you're hallucinating on you know on drugs or on 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 something you shouldn't have been eating or a bad tater Mm -hmm, exactly (laughs) actually that would happen i've i've watched a squirrel trip on uh fermented um nuts before i legitimately (laughs) it would eat and then what it would do is go halfway half the tree fall back down but his back legs will keep keep locked Mm -hmm. into the tree and he's just hanging there and then he'll go back over and then you'll just see him swaying that's because he he ate fermented uh fermented nuts wow it's a thing it's a thing i never thought it was a thing thing. but they get drunk yeah (laughs) that is great yes We'll have pictures, by the way, and I will send those to you because oh, this yes, was a moment we needed to document. Okay, so you got the next one. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Next. Next, Kansas. Sally House. Once oh. the home and office of a physician, the Sally House is and Agenson is said to be haunted by a six-year-old girl who died on the operating table during a botched. I'm assuming that's something to do with the appendix. Oh, you you can't see the word I'm looking at. <laughs> So a, a botched surgery. Okay. <laughs> Tony and Deborah Pickman, a couple who rented the house in the 1990s, claimed that a ghost frequently attacked Tony, leaving the visible scratches on his back, chest, and arms, though she never harmed Deborah or their baby. Tours and overnight stays are now available at the home. Known as the most haunted town in Kansas, Atchison is a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts and also offers cemetery tours, haunted trolley rides, and ghost hunts. Huh. So I wonder if... Okay, so I have a theory. <laughs> so the I'll little girl, theory. let's say she was haunting Tobra, Tobra, Tony and Deborah. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't even had any potatoes today. Yeah, it's still early. <laughs> so maybe... I'm glad this is sticking. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm telling you, we're going to start something here. <laughs> 
Um, like if she thinks all men are that doctor that botched her surgery and right. that's why she's mean to them and not hurting like the wife and the baby. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Should we leave off there, maybe? Um, I yeah, it, in, in, entirely up to you. Yeah, we can um we can start on the great state of Kentucky. Kentucky. On our next episode. Da, da, da. Fifty states haunt in most haunted locations on your list. Yay. So yeah, no, great stuff. Great locations. Yes, always fun. <laughs> I know like three of them that we act I'm not we're not just saying this to say this, but um like the one in Iowa, we have to investigate that. You know, yes. once the once the this podcast is done, I actually want to look at see what the cost is okay. and let's set a date and and, and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, it's an easy drive for me to do. Um obviously you guys would probably fly out, same with court, but yeah. Um it it's Going in Iowa and where it's located, there's also other locations. Um, because Joliet really isn't that far from there, maybe three, four hours to the prison. So, well, if it's an eight hour drive, wouldn't you want to fly? No, I'm a Michigan gal, man. We drive yeah. everywhere. I know, I know. <laughs> I drive my sleep. Probably shouldn't be saying that on air, but whatever. <laughs> so, you, you drive while you're sleeping. I do. I know it's crazy. Noted. I'm going to take an Uber when I get up there. Thanks. <laughs> You'll be like, Courtney, when you get up there, do not let her drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take My Uber, aunt just actually out. volunteered to do all the driving for us tomorrow. That's really nice. Oh, that's so nice. Because we're like, we're just going to hug and cry. And, uh, and I was like, we only got like 20 You guys going to revert back to teenagers. Mom, can we go here? How long can we stay? Be sure to be here to pick you up in time. <laughs> that's exactly what it's going to be like. Yeah. Are you guys um, going to check out any locations there? And she's flying into Detroit. Um, I know there's like a ton of locations. They are actually, because this will be out after this episode, um, they booked her at the Stimson Hospital. Okay. So we will be going there. Um, I think Auntie and I will be sitting out in the vehicle. I know they said something about trying to uh, bring me in somehow, whether it be on the live stream, like outside type of thing. So Courtney could be in there by herself or whatever. Um, I hear amazing stories from that location. It's down by the Battle Creek area here in Michigan. So it's kind of on the other side of the state from Detroit, but um, an amazing place. Uh, I think it's going to be probably one of her top two or three places that she's been to with everything that she will experience there. So it'll be a good watch for sure. So make sure everybody to keep watching scared and alone forever and ever for our fiends. <laughs> yeah. I think that last one she did at the Emory house, her last episode. Ooh. You guys know we're, we're all, you know, we're all personal friends and I, I contact her after the show and it, because not just because of the show, but I, she put a, a short video mm-hmm. when she was in the car and she mm-hmm. was still shaking. When I was talking to her, even the next day, she's still shaking and went over that. So, I yes. think me and the team want to get up there to the Emory house and yes. to, to do our overnight. But I, I think we're going to bring a seismograph with us um, yes, to dust, because none of our audio apparently or the videos didn't pick up any of the shaking in the house. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to bring what equipment we can bring in there to see if we can yes. document the shaking and you know what's happening. Oh, and then we get the dragging absolutely. on the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was um knowing her the way like, we know her whatever watching that episode there was so many things i know she was experiencing that she didn't even get a chance to say because everybody else on the show was well doing what they're supposed to do but she you could tell by her facial expressions i'm like okay girl just go just just get out of there (laughs) 
But there was one part where um, Haley had said she's seen something move across her in that back room when she was in the chandelier room. Mm-hmm. And I saw that too. Cause I like almost like flipped over my computer screen <laughs> when I was watching. I was like, Oh, I got my headset on. I'm watching it. Everybody else in the house is watching. I think the monk or whatever on TV. Yeah, and I'm, yeah. oh, oh, oh. And I'm all t- I seen it too. I seen it too. Like it was just crazy. And then, then I was like, I can't watch no more. Cause now I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to take a look at that again. And I'm, um, you're going to see in tonight's premiere episode for our stuff, we picked up so much more in post-editing mm-hmm. that it freaked us out. We picked up EVPs that we didn't pick up before. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you're going to see where, you know, I'll get a little sneak peek here. Um, you know, obviously it's going to debut after the videos come out. So this is really right. for you. Um, is we were warned mm-hmm. when we were down there and um we didn't know it, you know, but it became it became evident after post editing that we saw what was happening. So we can't wait to go back to that location in um, in May. Yes, um, that happens a lot. Actually, I'm like, OK, I have like 862 different um, microphones that have this ungodly obsession with them. And I'm like, why are I taking these on some of these investigations? Because like this uh, Yeti, it picks up everything. I got like four different things. <clears throat> Um, dials that I can go to that intensify and what it's getting. Like it, it almost rattles like when my heat kicks on or my water's running from the other side of the house. So I know it's picking up so much other things. So I was like, next time I go on investigation, I'll probably take my computer itself. There's, it um, and- there's two recorders that I have on the way. Um, mm-hmm. because I love spending money, the, uh, <laughs> uh, or by zoom mm-hmm. and, um, there's one of them that is a 360 degree recorder that okay. we, we are going to start leaving that with static uh, cameras, mm-hmm. uh, video cameras, and uh, put it in the center of the room because we're finding out that, um, again, another sneak preview, we got a woman walking across the floor and you guys probably heard or seen this and it's while we're upstairs and you can hear high heels like clear as day. Oh, wow. And yeah. One of our cameras that were down there, the static cam, cheap cameras, like 40 bucks on Amazon mm-hmm. It's what mm-hmm. I bought it. It's in a hard case. So the, the microphone is muffed and you really can't hear yeah. anything. That's how loud these footsteps were. You could hear okay. it even in that camera. I left oh, our wow. recorder down there. So we left that there. Um, but yeah, that 360 degree uh, thing is pretty cool, especially with virtual reality coming out to a thing. If we can get the whole cool thing, you, you can be able to do investigations, not for, not just from home, but for the viewing experience, be able to look left and right and be able to hear the footsteps or listen to these. EVPs that would be sweet. And where they're coming from. Yeah. Just yes. a little bit of a taste of what we're working on. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, all right. Cool. We will, we're going to shut up now. <laughs> Go eat our taters. So, oh, why don't you say how they can contact you first before I go through my? Yeah, absolutely, guys. So we are <laughs> Ghost in Grub. You can find us on Instagram and our brand new YouTube page. So literally Ghost Space on uh, on YouTube. It's Ghost Space and Space Grub. And you'll find us there. Or uh, Ghost and Grub on Instagram is the easiest way. Or you could, if you have any questions and want to get in contact uh, contact with us directly, you can do that on Instagram or email us at uh, info at grossandgrub.com or ghostandgrub at gmail.com will be the easiest. Yes. Yeah. And I also try to share as much as I can all your stuff as well. So Likewise. if you guys see it on that, click on it. Go check out all their stuff because you don't want to miss out. And thank you again for listening to Paranormal XL Podcast. Uh, 
<laughs> you can email the podcast at paranormalxl at writeme.com. Remember, stay kind, stay humble, and don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. Thank <laughs> you.